Hello folks, welcome to the IR Zone. I've been thinking about lately to record some episode about the theories of international relations, and this one is one of them. It's about classical realism and neorealism. Well, realism as a theory of international relations has been the dominant theory of world politics since the beginning of academic international relations. The fundamental assumptions of realism have their roots in a school of thought that trees back to the Thucydides writing on the Peloponnesian War, which involved the Greek city-state of Sparta and Athens. Thucydides used the war to illustrate how the pursuit of power and interest define intrastate relations and conflict. His study shows that the powerful only had to do what they could, and the weaker had no choice but to accept it. If we take a look at the work of Nicola Machiavelli, who wrote *The Prince*, as often viewed as a real politic guide to power. Machiavelli insists that morality has no place in politics, which necessarily involves uh, deception, treachery, crime, and violence. And the prince, Machiavelli, is writing that you must know that there are two ways of contesting: one by the law, and the other by force. The first method is proper to man; the second to beasts. But because the first is frequently not sufficient, it is necessary to have resource to the second. Well, classical realists believe that the desire for dominance and power are essential characteristics of human nature. Because humans are by nature selfish, they will probably lie, cheat, steal, and even kill for their own interests if there's no government. If the historical roots of classical realism lay in the works of Thucydides, Machiavelli, and Hobbes, the contemporary classical realism must be seen in the context of Cold War, particularly in the work of Hans Morgenthau, a German national who moved to the United States in 1937 to escape the Nazi Party. In his book *Politics Among Nations*, Morgenthau discusses some certain principles of realism. Uh, uh, like he uh, argued that human nature forms the basis for the objective rules that influence politics, and uh, power is used to determine the national interest. State constantly work to achieve their objective, and also uh, interests are dynamic. Uh, the nature and the scope of that interest is changing over time. While morality may be significant, it is impossible to apply moral uh, concepts to international politics in in an abstract or universal way. Morals may be a source of some influence, but they do not determine the action of states. Classical realists argue that the fundamental aspect of war politics, such as rivalry, war, fear, can be understood by the, the by the character of man. According to both Thucydides and Morgenthau, the fundamental consistency of states' behavior is uh, in, in pursuing power uh, is inherent in their biological motivations. Well, realism using three S's, which is statism, survival, and self-help. For realists, state is the main actor in international sphere. Second,、uh, survival is a tool for achieving all other goals, whether they involve conquering or just independence. And the third, self-help in the international system. There's no higher authority to counter the use of force. 
War is always a possibility because there's nothing that can prevent a state from using force against another state. Security can be realized through self-help, as Waltz explained that in an anarchic structure, self-help is necessarily the principles of action. State must ultimately rely on themselves to achieve security. Indeed, any perspective has some central assumptions which provide a common link, and there are some assumptions uh, to further understanding of realism. Uh, first, state are the key actor in international relations. Second, sovereignty or independence and self-control is the defining characteristic of the state. Third, state are motivated by a drive for power, security, and pursuit of national interest. Fourth, state-like men behave in an a self-interested manner. And the final one, the central problem in international relations is the condition of anarchy, which means the lack of central sovereign authority in the global level to regulate relations between states. Regarding neorealism, which sometimes called structural realism, comes in different forms. One of them is Kenneth Wall's structural realism theory and his book The Theory of International Politics, published in 1979. It's considered as the foundational work of neorealism. First of all, there are certain shared views or common beliefs between classical realism and neorealism. Both realisms say that their method of analysis of the world are empirical rather than normative. Both believe that the state is the main actor in the world politics, and state function rationally in pursuing national interests, and both think that how power is distributed affects how international relations turn out. According to Wolf's structure is defined by the ordering principles of the international system, which is anarchy, and distribution of capabilities among states. However, they do not put this down to human nature. Well, the structure of the international system shapes all foreign policy choices. For a neorealist, anarchy or the absence of common power to enforce law and maintain order in the system makes it easy for a state to possess weapon. In anarchy system, nations with more power also tend to have more influence. In terms of power, neorealists believe that power is more than just amassing military resources and having the ability to control or coerce other nations in the system. Walls and other neorealists see power as the combined uh, capabilities of a state. In the system, states are distinguished from one another by their power rather than their function. During the Cold War, the United States and USSR were considered as the only two superpowers. Neorealists would say that uh, such positioning explained the similarities in their behavior. And according to many neorealists, uh, the end of Cold War and the fall of the Soviet Union destabilized the balance of power and made the world order more unstable. Another differences between realism and neorealism is about how state should respond to anarchy. Classical realists believe that anarchy is a basic part of the system, and state response uh, is depend on their uh, abilities, uh, geography, and their domestic politics. Uh, neorealists, on the other hand, suggest that the system is defined by anarchy. Additionally, all states are functionally similar units, meaning that 
they are all subject to the same restriction that brought by anarchy and work to keep their place within the system. At the work of John Mearsheimer, a structural realist who believed that the structure of international system explain how state behave. He do not believe that domestic politics matter for how those state behave in international stage. He believed the fact that state live in an anarchic system and never be certain in that system. So they, they, they try to be as powerful as possible. And the reason that they want to be very powerful is because there is no other uh, other state to attack them. If you are a small and weak in, in, in the international system, that means you're vulnerable. Uh, what happens is a, is a powerful state will take advantage of you because the system is anarchy and there is no higher authority that sits above the state. He gave an example for this, which is uh, the United States. Uh, the United States is the most powerful country in the Western Hemisphere. And he says no Americans ever goes to bed at night worrying about another country attacking it. And the reason is because the United States is very powerful. About the assumptions of neorealism, um, we can say uh, the structure of this system has a significant impact on how actors behave. Uh, second, state are self interest oriented and anarchic and competitive system pushes them to favor self-help over competitive behavior. A state are rational actor selecting strategy to maximize benefit and minimize losses. And state see all other state as a potential enemies and threat to their national security. So there are two sets of theory, classical and neorealism. Uh, for classical, it is human nature that causes all this conflict in international system. But for neorealism or structural realism, uh, uh, like Waltz and uh, John Mearsheimer believe that it is the structure of the international system, not human nature, that causes uh, all this uh, uh, conflict and causes the state to behave aggressively.